What's up, everybody? And welcome to Pillow Talk, Moment with the Mowgli's. I am Johnny Mowgli Jr. And I'm Deidre Mowgli. And we are an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Why you always sound like you threatening me when you say No, I'm... never, never, never. It always sound like... I don't have a... Do I have a threatening bone in my body? Huh? What was that? Do I have a threatening bone in my body? I pray. I can't threaten you to do nothing. You're right. You know? How was your day? Your day was all right. I'm sorry, y'all. Greetings, salutations, accolades, and many blessings to you all. Um, we're just glad to be in the land of the living. You glad to be in the land of the living? I'm glad to be in the land of the living, Mo. What are we talking about today, Mo? Man, how was your day? Huh? How was your day? Blah. Blah. Mm-hmm. Still consistent. It ain't got from blah yet. I mean, I'm home, so I'm always excited about coming home to you. But some days you just want to be home, you know? Yeah, yeah. Some days you just want to be home, and that day was today. And um, should have took a PTO. I should have. That's what they for. Yeah. But I tried to do the best that I could. Well. Oh, babe, mm-hmm. wave at the Patreon customers, people. Hey, y'all. What's good? What's happening? Thank y'all so much for being on Patreon. So. You confused about what you want to say? No. <laughs> I was just thinking, because we talked about the plan for the Patreon, so I, I don't know how much y'all unseen, because they don't seen everything. Probably. I think so. Do you trying to pull my all my hair out and me calling you? No, I was one getting of the words out your hair. Did you get it out? Uh, you didn't. It's, it wasn't that much gray in my hair. I think I had a piece on the side. Just a piece. Mm-hmm. One piece. Okay. Well, it's your world. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. Thank y'all. That's what we want to say. It's been a long day. It's, it really has been a long day. For it me. has. Um, but it's always refreshing to come home to you and you were, you were downstairs waiting on me today. That's a, that's a rarity. Yeah. Uh, has that normally, ever happened? Mm-hmm. Maybe once or twice. Okay. Yeah. I just found a break and then I know I needed to decompress mm-hmm. from one thing to move into the other. Thing. Right. So I came down and threw my classical on right mm-hmm. quick, you know, was browsing and surfing and, mm-hmm. you know. Went into our little Amazon account, seen all the stuff in there. All the stuff you put in there? No. No. Because all the stuff that I put in there, I, I pressed the uh, place the order button. Mm. It wasn't nothing sitting in there as far as I know. So you done, you done bought it. That what you said? Yes, sir. Mm. Okay, well, man. I thought we I thought we were supposed to be in. Anyway. What we doing? We finna talk about this. We're, this is what you sent me earlier. You said you want to talk about. So we this right. is what we're gonna talk about. Right. So you probably go preach tonight. I'm, I, I promise you I'm not. I feel I you feel probably are. I, I feel a pull in your spirit. Do you? I do. Yeah, I feel a yes, pull. Yes, Lord. 
Yes. Yes. This the smooth. This the smooth praise is what they do. I'm gonna preach about this plum. You shake. This plum is good to my soul. Mm mm. Tell them what we talking about. What we talking about praying. Mm hmm. Which you already said, but we talking about praying for. I your didn't spouse. say it. Yet. Praying for your spouse, the good, the bad, and the barriers. And the barriers, the whole barriers. Mm. There's some barriers in there, baby. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> barriers. Example. I was gonna pray for her, but she tripping, so she gonna miss this one. Hopefully she lived right. If something happened, she gonna mess around and fall straight to hell. That's what happened. Today, because I ain't covering her. Oh no. So let Love me preface this by saying that um that of course we um we pray for one another and so I was looking through some things and I and I found this and that's why I sent it to you because the one of the things that we do and we encourage couples to do is pray for each other. Um and I think we had spoke about um, the prayer that we had where you pray for your spouse from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Yeah. And <clears throat> excuse me. And so we had talked about that before. But um when I when I was reading um this article and those of you who follow us who have been, you know, been on this journey with us know that um we as a reference, we use um, Focus on the Family some as well. Yeah. As one of our go-to places for reference information and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, I know that um, we all know that the benefits of prayer, you know, the thing you, you, you pray and you cover and ask God to cover your spouse and, um, you know, cover their heart and, and strengthen them. You know, if they're going through an infirmity or a sickness and you pray for that and all that stuff or whatever to support your spouse and undergird your spouse and stuff like that. But I, I saw this article and I thought it was a really, really good article um, to talk about. Um, and so this is um, what it's talking about. And so I, we just wanted to share with you all. Um, so it says the selfless act of prayer speaks volumes about love and respect in a relationship. Um, how do you harness the power of this uh, radical battle tactic? Uh, there's a tactic. There's a song, um, a worship song that says, you know, my praise is my weapon. Mm. Um, my prayer is my weapon. You can just switch out different words, you know. Mm. Um, but we we do, Johnny and I do believe that, you know, that prayer is our weapon. Um, and so the one thing that we do share is the fact that, if I know that he's going through something or even if he's not going through something, you know, I pray for him. Sometimes he doesn't even know. Well, I think you do know. Um, sometimes I, I pray for him out loud, but sometimes I'll just, you know, especially in the morning, I'll, um, when we, you know, hug before I leave yeah. to go to work or before you leave or whatever, you know, I'll, you know, say, come here, let me hug you. And then it'll be an extended hug um, because I'm praying silently but um, we just believe in the power of prayer and that it truly does um, change things because there's power. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And we honestly believe in speaking life um, over one another, speaking life into one another. 
And even at times when when I don't know he's that he's praying for me and when he doesn't know, I'm praying for him. So sometimes it's known and sometimes it's unknown. But there are benefits of prayer beyond the obvious of that it's, you know, it's our weapon and it's how we, you know, um, commune with God. Um, the pr- when when you, we pray to God, <clears throat> when we pray, God can pray, move mountains. When you pray to God, mm-hmm. you pray, now I will lay me down to sleep. No, no, I don't do that. I pray the Lord, my spouse, to keep. <laughs> I don't. No, but that's... <laughs> Most people, a lot of people pray that and they teach their children that um, because it's easy. That's what we was taught. Um, but it says that it's not a bedtime rhyme that you teach your four. That's not the bedtime rhyme that you actually teach your four-year-old. But it should be the the ditty that guides your marriage prayer. The what that guides your marriage? That's a ditty, isn't it? How you spell it? D-I-T-T-Y. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Boy. <laughs> but it should be the ditty that guides your marriage prayer life. All right. So this is what it says. Regular date night, team building activities, romantic vacations, and top 10 list of ways to have fun with your spouse are all good things for your relationship. But they don't address the heart of a godly marriage. Hmm. You just didn't want me to skip that, did you? I did not. Well, thank you. Without, without support, these activities are destined to fail because our battle is not against flesh and blood. You can find that in Ephesians. Ephesians 6 and 12 says that means that no no one, well, that's not what it says. You can find that at, that you don't fight against flesh and blood, but principalities in Ephesians 6 and 12. That means that no matter how many earthly material maneuvers you master. Marital. Marital. Yes, marital. Mm -hmm. I was going in the I got you. I know. That means that no (laughs) matter. Marshall. I'm thinking about about warfare. Yeah, well, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. That means that no matter how many earthly marital maneuvers you master, you're still missing the spiritual mark. So I was one. And this this is probably what a lot of people say. Well, I ain't going to even say they say this. This is probably what a lot of people think, but don't say it. Been praying for a long time. Ain't nothing changed yet. Been praying for a long time. Lord, don't hear my prayers. Been praying for a long time. What that mean? I ain't supposed to have it. Been praying for a long time. She ain't praying. I'm praying, but she ain't praying. <sighs> My 49 years of living, this is what I've this is what I know now that it's a process that you have to go through when you pray. And there are certain words that you have to say when you pray. You can pray. Prayer is not something that you just do, it has to be intentional. So when you pray from your heart, when you pray from your heart and you need to know a a little bit of the Bible, God's word, when you pray from your heart and use his words, then he hears you. Now, I'm not saying that he don't hear everybody who prays, but there are certain ways and certain things that you how you have to do it and maneuver. 
Um, and then it's a process. You pray, but you might not have the capacity at that time to hold it. So it's a seed sown. And some seeds that you sow, you know, it grow fast and others don't. But he knows you. He created you. So he know what you need. He knows when to give it to you. You agree? Yeah, absolutely. So, especially with this, it was prayers that I would pray, like our Father, which are in heaven. And then at the end, I'd say, bless our marriage, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. And But there were certain things that I wanted to happen for us. So, I had to direct the prayer towards us. And speak it. And speak it into existence. Mm-hmm. And then some things I prayed, I prayed and just laid hands on her. Other things I prayed and I needed her to hear it so she can agree with me so we'd be on one accord. So it's different techniques that you can do in prayer, but you have to just remember that it's a process. So everything that you pray for, you know, it got to be one kingdom stuff. Got to be... It got to be the word. And it's things in the word, read your Bible, it's things in the word that you can pray for that will help you get where you got to go at. But while you're doing his work, he will take care of you with the benefits. So that's what I think you was coming in with the benefits. You hungry. Well, thanks. So this, we're going to just give you some of the benefits of prayer beyond the obvious, which we said, of course, is that moves, you know, moves moves the hand of God. Um, there are many benefits of prayer, while not as visible as re- relocated landform, are just as powerful. Okay. And so the first one is it regulates your emotions. Mm-hmm. Now, when I read that, I was like, well, yeah, of course it does because I have noticed, you know, there are times there are times when I'm feeling different emotions, but it, I settle myself and I pray. You know, and I ask God to settle me, you know, for whatever situation um, has have me anxious or something that's going on that I just can't maybe just wrap my mind around. It says um, prayer affects the prayer, which is you, mm-hmm. the person praying. It it affects the prayer. Prayer changes our heart, our mind toward others. It's not to fix things. Mm. It says we pray for other people in terms of well-being because it teaches us sensitivity. Prayer, regardless of what you may think, isn't a, a just a magic thing. You know, fix-it formula. It's just like we said earlier. It's communion with God. It's fellowship with God. It's a relationship. Yeah, it's a relationship. And so, you know, you may not know how he does it, but... You know, I used to remember hearing my grandmama say all the time, you know, God works in mysterious, mysterious ways, you know? Yeah. Um, And he answers your petitions as well. But just as Johnny said, you know, when praying, you know, I try to put myself in a posture of, um, like you said, of course, we know that we pray scripture. Right. Okay. But there are times and a lot of people, you know, especially for people who may just have become Christians um, and may not be strong in their word yet. It's like, it's okay to just, you know, talk to God. That's 
praying to him, you know, like communion, communing with him. So there are times, and then there are times when you can't even form the words to pray. Yeah. So it's just, you know, and then of course it's people who do have, um, you know, a heavenly language and, um, you know, have been, you know, have the, you know, evidence of speaking in tongue, yeah. um, evidence, you know, the Holy spirit, but, um, it's just a simple, because sometimes, you know, I'll pray a prayer in the morning, of course, and, you know, worship on the way to work. But like throughout your day, you can talk to God. That's a form of prayer. Yep. Just, you know, and mine is not so much, okay, God, well, you know, I need this or I need this or I need this, but it's more to, for relationship yeah. purposes. And God, you know, thank I thank you for everything that you, you know, you've done and you do for me and, you know. For it may be for, you know, the girls or one of them is going through something specifically yeah. or you, you know what I'm saying? Or just, you know, or God just, you know, thank you for settling me or or give me a piece about, you know, whatever may be troubling me. And it may be in my subconscious mind because, you know, as far as I know, I feel OK, but then I feel like it's something that's uneasy in my spirit. Yeah. So, you so, know, but it is it, <clears throat> prayer is, you know, this was powerful when I read it, it says. Prayer teaches us sensitivity yeah, and how to be sensitive to other people's needs and, you know, um, things that they may be going through. And so, you know, like I said, it's just, it's, and prayer is not selfish. It's just that place where you, you can just get with God and just, just lay it all before him. But that's, that's built through relationships. Yeah, right? absolutely. In the beginning, it's just like, you know, meeting somebody, mm-hmm. um, in the beginning, you start one way, but once you get to know the person or know God, your prayers begin to change and be more direct. And, yeah. you know, you're sensitive to what he wants. Um, I remember a time um, when I was counseling this young man and, you know, he was going through something with his with his wife and it was looking like they was going to get a divorce. And what he prayed was, dear God, help, help me. If my marriage is sustainable, then help me save it. And if it's not, then help us find the right direction to go in. And I said, you praying to save your marriage? He said, yeah, if if God wants it. I said, well, you got the one at first. (laughs) Of course God wants it. He the one created it. So he wants it, but he wants you to want it. Yeah. And I told him, your prayers got to be targeted because you're two broken people and y'all trying to work something in a marriage and it's not working because it's not y'all working together. It's more y'all trying to convince each other to work on either side. So what I told him was change your prayer. You know, y'all broken. Y'all know y'all had stuff happen. So you change and ask God to heal your heart and your wife heart. And when that happens, then everything will begin to mend together. But, yeah, sustain your marriage and everything will go good for a little bit, but it's still two broken people. So just because two broken people see stuff different for a minute don't mean y'all ain't going to see stuff back the way it was. So, yeah, you got to you got to target your prayers and, and pray. And that's when the sensitivity come in, because, you know, it's something all the. I've always said this: all the all the stuff that happens with with um, fornication and drinking and all that stuff, all that stuff is a byproduct of something. 
All that stuff is something that's put in place for some other reason because a trauma happened in your life a long time ago and you swear to God that you got it under control and you don't. You just can't notice it no more because you done put so many layers on top of it that you now feel like because you got a couple of successes in your life that is different. You've been exposed to something different. So you feel like I'm coming out this thing. And yeah, some of the things will fall off you because it didn't have no depth to it. But some of this other stuff changed your life forever. So it got to be healing from that. Well, amen. And you say I was going to be. I'm not. Oh, preaching. okay. No, I'm not. All right. I'm just saying, sir. I'm, I'm just, just I'm saying, just saying Cause I was one of them. I was one of them dudes. I was one of them dudes that been like, yeah, I've been praying for a long time. God ain't listening to nothing. He, I'm good. I mean, I know he gonna look out for my wife and my kids because that's just who God is. He a gentleman. He gonna make sure my wife and kids good, but he probably want me to just be out here and handle my business because I'm a man, you know, so I need to do what I got to do and take care of my family. So I done thought all kind of stuff, y'all. But I, I know one thing. I, I, I know it's a process because if I'd have got what I was praying for, if he would have put us in a position of what I was praying for, I would have saw it completely different. It would have just yeah. been completely different. Yeah. So and he you got knows to be in the best. spot. Yeah. So, you know, keep that in mind. It's all in his timing. Yeah. 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 Okay. So another advantage um, or the benefit of prayer is that it builds team mentality. Prayer won't stop the battle between the enemy and your marriage, but it will help you join your spouse's team as a prayer warrior, yep. which means y'all are truly unified and are truly one. And I think, you know, what you was just saying about the person say he was, you know, praying and asking God to sustain his marriage. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with asking him to do that. But in the meantime, you know that it's broken. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. to 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 repair it, you have to physically do something on your part. Yeah. Because that's but that's the part where I think it was saying that, you know, God is not a magician. You just want him to do it. But you don't want you want to pray, but you don't want to put the work behind it. Yeah. And that's what ain't going to happen, you know. So it, there are things that need to change. And the work. And so you got to know that you're going to have to put some works in. You yeah. can't just pray and want things to change. And then you don't want to change your language or your behavior or, you know, the things, the, the bad things that you are doing that have contributed to where you are in your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. And be real with yourself yeah. because sometimes... You pray for stuff and you have a good feeling. You don't went to a church service and ooh, you felt the oh, you felt the spirit and everything. And then a week later, you walk out of church feeling a certain way, like your life is going to change. And then within a week, everything that you was doing before begins to pop back up. I've always I've told people this before. I've always envisioned that when you walk into a kingdom teaching church, that you can literally have stuff fall off you while you're there, but it always goes outside the door and wait till you get out there or wait at the house for you. Because at the end of the at, if you're not serious about the transformation, then it would, you will see it again and but you will I pick it back it one up. Step further. You laid it down at the altar, but decided you was going to pick it back up before you even left out the church. So there you have it. You never even made it out the door with it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because you think that maybe that that was too easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the Bible no, clearly. No, it's the magic thing. 
Right, so once right, you right, do right, that, right, right. you feel like it's gone, it's detached, right. so I ain't even got to worry about it because the Lord took it. So he took it away. And then you say, I'm going to see if he really took it away. Let me try to, well, it did oh, go right okay. there. okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's not, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a life-changing thing. Um, but you got to put the work in. Yeah. That's the part where people get mixed up. And I, and I used to, too, just thinking, you know, that God was a magician. Oh, he just going to magically work it out. You can't, but. What you have to realize is that you can't continue with those same habits. Yeah. So those same, you know, the same way of talking and walking and living and Hanging all this with stuff. The same people. And then think right and think things are, are just gonna automatically change. And so how it builds team mentality is because you never sometimes me and my wife are, are very, very close, so we talk about a lot of stuff. So if you're very close and you talk about a lot of stuff, sometimes if me and Dita praying, she need to cry. So if she's crying, I cry all the time. Yeah, Charlie. but if she's crying, then I pray, and I pray out loud while she's crying, or while she's crying, she's praying. But I'm there supporting, praying silently. So it's different things because that that moment for us is a vulnerable moment, and we that's us that's us laying our burdens. At the feet of God, and then we pray about it, and then we move on. So that's how it builds the teamwork. Because yeah. if you, if if your wife is able to say something, if she's vulnerable and she's able to say, "Well, this is what I went through," but she couldn't talk to you, or vice versa, then y'all pray about it. Even sometimes, like I said, it, I'm, and you got to be real because y'all got to remember, you this is a God that knows. So it's not like it's not a God that knows. He knows. So if you doctor up your words and stuff, don't think he don't know. You're trying to fluff it up. And Father God. And it also says that being in a war together is what keeps us from being at war with each other. Yeah. Absolutely. We are not. And we say this all the time, Johnny. Y'all are not enemies. We are not the enemies. We are, we are not enemies of each other. We are friends. He calls me friend, I call him friend, and he is my lover and my husband, my spouse, my baby daddy, my boo, he's bae, and all those things forever and ever, and amen. And she is Tina, Tasha, she Deidre, no, she no, Deb, she, um, <laughs> she's Cindy, <laughs> she's um, Margarita. That that's a liquor name. She ginger. No. She all that. No. Y'all come you, back. Why are you trying to call me? Come back names? on night night and y'all will see. Whatever. And then we talking about prayer tonight. And come that, back on night night, yeah. Y'all will see. We'll teach you some things. Sometimes you got to be them different people. Ginger and everybody. Before it says being in a war together is what keeps us from being at war with each other. It says when you're when you're when you recognize that your spouse and, and you are on the same team, it will limit petty spousal battles. So it, they won't distract you from the main event. Yeah. And that's when it says that being in a war together and fighting against that thing that's trying to come into your marriage, you know, instead of fighting each other, then you'll get, you know, victory and, and you won't end up in divorce court going. We had irreconcilable differences. Mm. So and then pick up the next one and then you be talking about you had irreconcilable, irreconcilable. with everybody. 
Yeah. You just with yeah. everybody. With everybody. But you the common denominator. But you right. everybody though. Right. right? Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm just saying. Um, as Johnny was just saying, it also encourages your spouse. Um, the the one book that we had that we um give to couples um is that we counsel is uh the power of a praying wife and the power of a praying husband. Now I want y'all to know that By during Stormy this Omar. time uh, in uh when I first was introduced to the book, mm. um, we were going through a patch. And so I thought that reading this book was going to give me the answers. It was going to give me the answers for what? On how to pray him into alignment. Pray that demon how, out of him. Pray everything out of him. Pray mm. that the Lord would get him right because I was going to not be his wife no more. Mm-hmm. And, I would have told you, baby. And when I read the book, y'all, it slapped me in my face because there was no way in there that saying, you know, Lord, get them demons up out of him or, you know, pray this particular prayer to, to you know, to, to, to get all that, mm. his, you know, ways out of him. It, it, was a, it was a book saying, boo, it starts with you. Mm. One person you got 100% control over, who is that? It says, boo. It, not in those t- terms, but that's what Stormy said. Mm. Basically, in layman's term, in my terms, was, boo, we're going to start with you. And I was like, but no, I don't want to start with me. What yeah, you she mean? went through the chapter. There's right. got to be a chapter in here to say. What you mean I got to start with me? Mm. But that's, in essence, what she was saying. That's what she was saying. And so, um, the this the it makes it says it makes a huge difference knowing that your spouse is praying. Um, it, it, it'll change your relationship. It'll change how you see the world. It'll change your, even your relationship with God. Um, there, when Johnny, um, gave his life to Christ, I want to say for real, for real, when we were married, mm. I, I noticed that there was an extreme hunger for God's word in the, in you. It was like every spare time of your time, you had your Bible open mm. and you were studying and so even though, you know, that experience happened for me before it happened to you, that wanted me to know more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so it, it, it'll change you. It's like a catalyst for if, if your spouse is, you know, not, you know, he may be saved and stuff like that, but he may not be in his word or it could be vice versa. You have to work on you, and you yeah. have to get, you have to garner that relationship with Christ. Is that the right word that go right there? Garner. It could be. I will look it up after. You 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 are the one who has has to make that um make that decision that you want to strengthen your relationship and your connection with God. It's a vertical relationship, and so like I said, you can be the catalyst for your spouse wanting to get closer to God because he's seeing what you're doing or she's seeing what he's doing. When we were, when we were, um, our kids were younger and I know the way that I would try to kind of finagle Johnny into going to church mm-hmm. was say, well, babe, I can't go to church by myself. Cause I'm our church, you know, at that time didn't have no children's church. I was like, I have got to, you got to go with me cause you got to help me take care of all these kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that worked a couple times, but other than, you know, that I was nagging and begging and wanting you to go. But, you know. You didn't say it one time. You said, you going to church? We going to church as a family tomorrow? I'm like, no, nah, I'm probably not going. 
Okay, well, I, you're the leader, so if you're not going, I'm not going. I guess we'll just all go to hell. And she used to walk off, but I used to be like, I can't stand her. Did I say that? Yeah, you said that a couple of times. You I don't, know I don't know what I was thinking about saying uh, that. Uh-huh, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to it's gonna become contagious because as soon as I stopped begging and nagging, you know, you, then, you know, you were like, oh, okay, she ain't asking no more. Oh, oh. But, and she's taking the kids and she going and she ain't asking me if we going as a family. That's because that I was going to find them another daddy at church. I kid, I kid, I kid. Well, you took a long I time kid, to say you kid. I play, I play, I, I play all day. Jay, I cut the cameras. No, no, this is live and in lemon color. Cut because the Because if you do anything to me, he will capture it on this. I play, I kid, I kid. I kid. But the, the reason but I wasn't, that, I, that situation happened like that was after you read that book. Right. And then and you, I started, you started going to church and you started getting fed and you started craving God more. And that's what I saw. Yeah, well, and that's what it's saying yeah. right here. Though you may not notice your spouse act, you know, speaking differently right away, you can know that your prayers are encouraging their growth in significant ways because it starts where? With you? Right here. In your heart? What's that? Come over here and let me touch your heart. You just want me to touch your chest. That's why you're not coming over here. You like that? Starts in your heart. That's where it starts. You ain't got all the way over in, to my heart. It my starts heart in your heart. He just want me to touch him, y'all. It starts in your heart. And that's where I noticed the change. When I stopped nagging. When I stopped nagging, when I started focusing on my relationship with Christ, it it enticed him to see, you know, the 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 way that the change started in me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it also says that it increases commitment. So y'all, even science backs up the importance of prayer. Go figure. Um, there was a um, partner-focused petitionary prayer that, which asks, in your own words, for God to help your partner. So it says, the person who did this research found that praying for your partner results in increased romantic commitment. I agree. Y'all hear that? I agree. A greater relationship satisfaction and more forgiveness because we forgive quickly. We, we you know, we we ain't saying that we perfect. But we forgive quickly. But it goes back to the first part of this, what we said, that prayer prayer helps you become sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what yeah. happens. It says prayer had these effects on a relationship even beyond positive or negative behavioral factors. Point in case, yesterday, uh, you know, yesterday was, you know, a little, it was Monday, y'all. I'm just going to be completely honest. And the so, no, today's Tuesday. Oh, I had gosh. to ask myself that on the way home. And so I had a, my day was, my day was, was okay, but I was just, I would guess I was tired from the weekend. And so I came home and I got home before Johnny and he ended up having to take a call. And so I went ahead and ate dinner because I have to sit up for a while after I eat. And so, you know, I knew, you know, what he was handling it was important as well, but you know, sometimes you get in that wife mood where you be like, I need you now. And so what did I do? He was outside in the I'm gonna tell it all. I'm gonna tell on myself before you get an opportunity to to blow your girl up. I knew that he was outside since a little after seven. 
And I said, you know what? I'm not going to go out there and bother him. I'm just going, you know, I know it's probably, you know, a call that he, he needed to take. It was 7.05. By 7.30-ish, 7.40-ish, I was making my dinner, heating my stuff up. And I was like, okay, I think that's long enough. So I went outside. No, no, I'm sorry. I opened the garage door. Uh, I, I stepped down and hit the garage, the button for the garage door to go up. And, and then, then I, went back inside. And then I, well, actually, first what I did was I closed the door some and I peep, was peeping out. And then, because I had my nightgown on. And so I, I did that and I just closed the door back. Do y'all know want to know what that was? That was his sign that homeboy. Husband, I know you've been out here for almost an hour. It's time to come on in. She treated me like that, like grandmama used it's to do with the street light. It's time to come on in the room. Street light. When the street lights come on, y'all need to come home. It's time Don't to let come that on street light come on and beat you. And then once that street light come on, about 10 seconds after you hear him call, Johnny! I didn't call him. I didn't step out into the light. I closed the door and came and made my food and sat down. All I saw was, I'm looking, I'm like. And he saw nobody come out the door. That was the sign. And I came and sat back on the couch. And then. Shortly after that. He I came in. And I was acting a little raunchy. She when was. he came in. I was. I was trying real hard to get out of my feelings. But y'all know that, you know, time of the month, you just kind of be in your emotions. Your head be hurting. Your back be hurting. Everything be hurting. And my emotions was all over the place. Hence. He came and got, you know, got himself, went upstairs, got himself ready for bed, came on down and ate. And I sat there. We were supposed to be having a conference, a meeting last night. But I, the way I looked at it was you could have had your meeting with me while you was out there having that phone conversation. Do I know that that's petty? That was petty. And I'm admitting it on my own. And I tried several you times. Did. I said, baby, we got to, we got to talk. You know, we got to have a conversation about the, about some stuff we got coming up. So we need to, Yeah. And she didn't want to talk. She just was on her phone looking dresses For and what? shirts. For what? I don't know what you looking to buy. Oh, my Lord. For the my For the God wedding. in For heaven. Wedding. But let me tell you what happened. So, I, babe, I'm going ahead on the bed. Go to the bathroom. You know, went upstairs. Got ready for bed. We got in the bed. She gets in the bed. I said, hey, you ain't turning the light off. We need to talk. About the um the podcast, what we gonna talk? I looked at her like Joker. We were downstairs. I tried to talk to you. I'm in the my pit. You know, in my head hit this pillow. And I was I'm in the house <laughs> for an hour or so before you got home, and you could have came mm-hmm. in and talked to me. But, but was... let me let y'all know what he did. This Negro, he's a Negro. He's a black man. I'm a Joker. This Negro got in the bed, y'all, and I said, babe. He was like, well, you're not going to turn the light off. I am, but we need to figure out what, you know, some topics. We need to talk about some stuff. You know, we, we got some things to, you know, kind of hash out and some other things with business, you know, stuff we got going on. Y'all know what he did? He said, babe, I guess I look up, I look up some stuff tomorrow and turned away from me. That's a confident joker in Christ. Because had I been crazy, I would have tapped the back of that neck. I'm covered. I wasn't worried about it. But he was nasty acting because he turned around all the way over, y'all. All the way over. I do not have to front 
now in our relationship. He turned Joker, all the way over. I made specific time downstairs. He you was ain't nasty gonna talk. acting. So when we went upstairs, I'm going to bed. And went to sleep. I'm about to turn this rain on, turn First King on, and we finna listen to the Bible while the rain, and we finna go to sleep. Um, we need to talk about. It. Look, I I handle that tomorrow. Just go go ahead and sleep. And she stood there like this and looked at me, and I turned over you and went to sleep. Yeah, I felt you. Yeah, I know you did. You I ain't felt, felt it for long because by the time and your head hit the pillow, you were sleeping. And I, I said, gone. you know what? Sometimes y'all, I, and women, y'all can agree with me. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't be trying to act like it don't never. Something be trying to raise up in you and say, <laughs> wake him up. Wake him up. Y'all know what be happening. Don't deny it. But I didn't. I said, okay, it peace be still. Good. Please be still. Oh, God, please oh, Lord. Let the peace be oh, still. Oh, God, oh, Lord. Decrease the desire of my flesh to want to slap him on the back of the neck. Hold her mule, Lord. He better talk to me. So there you have it. So I apologize this morning. Did she I not? Did. I apologize she, quickly. She, I was trying to get myself together. Something was going on in the house. I needed to get worked out. So I was figuring out who I was going to call, get them to come out here, do something. So <laughs> I heard a footsteps in the, coming in the closet. And I was like, oh, Lord. She was going to say something about last night. And she said, hey. And did. Hey, I apologize. I was acting a little... Raunchy, I said it. But I'm 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 good. I apologize. We good. I'll look up some stuff too, and we'll we'll get together and we'll have a little phone conference before I get home. I said, okay, baby. Fast to forgive. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to admit you're wrong, but be fast to forgive. Amen. The 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 look the repentance is real now, though, because you do something nasty, God be like, uh uh-uh. uh. Uh-uh. Right, uh-uh. like your grandma, no. like your grandma used to pinch you and tell you to get it right, and so I got it right, y'all. And there you have it. That's my confession. However, you ain't had to be nasty acting and turn your back on. You just that that. However, negates everything you said before. Here are some barriers to prayer because this sounds like a barrier. A prayer for your husband. <laughs> Did you just call me a barrier? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Could no. this sound like a barrier? No. No, so it's a prayer for your husband. A prayer for your husband or your wife starts with a prayer for you. This may seem selfish, but when you identify all the hard hard work you need to do, you realize how and it's necessary. The hard work is necessary, y'all. Like legit, because if you don't get yourself right, my grandmama used to sing a song to say, "Get right with God." Mm-hmm. And do it now. Do it now. Do it Get now. Get right with God, oh, and He will show you how. Mm-hmm. Down at the cross, oh, where oh, my oh. Savior died. Get right, get, get right. right with God. Get right. Okay, I didn't get need that. Right. I didn't get need that extra. Right. I don't need the extra in there. You... But the, the 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 theme and the moral of it. Me that. Get, get that. right, get right. It, yeah, get right, get right with yourself. Get right with God, because it does start with you. Okay, prayer begins with focusing on who we are before we jump in asking God to fix the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and that's what I was trying to do. Get God, you tell me how to fix Him. Because it ain't right. Some of the things he be doing, it ain't right. And so it says, it's, it's just like you said, you're you're looking what you said before. 
It's like you're looking yourself in the mirror. Yeah. Cause you got to you got to check yourself, boo. Everybody else, every it's easy for you to stand and observe and point fingers at everybody else and point out their flaws and their faults. But when I tell y'all that book, that book got me together. Mm. Cause it said you got honest, and it, this says it honest self reflection like this is the root of a sincere, effective prayer, especially when one of the following. Three barriers is involved. Be honest. Sometimes you just don't want to pray for your spouse. You just that mad. You just that upset. You just that angry because he won't change. He won't go to church with you. He won't do what you want him to do. And you are angry and you don't want to pray. And that's the truth. You, because you feel how it'll be right. That and and I'm not just saying parties. it's just for the for for the woman or just for the man, yeah. but it goes both ways. Especially when when we've, you know, had tense fellowship or something like that, or yeah. we've argued or whatever. You tell the truth. You don't want to pray for the other for your for your spouse. And and Ma- male, you know, man or woman. And here's the here's the one thing that I wife. would say. Mm-hmm. It says be honest. So be honest with yourself. Yeah. Everything that you do can't be a counter to what your spouse did. Right. I would have never did such and such if she didn't do so and so and so. Well, the reason I did such and such because he did such and such and such. So you got a counter. Remember, you're not in war with each other. Yeah. You're on the same team. You're on the same team. So mm-hmm. you have to be solution minded in everything, no matter how bad it is. Yeah. You have to be solution minded. Yeah. But most couples, that's what they do. They, the reason I did such and such, because she did such, such, and such. Yeah. If she would have never did that, I would have never said what I said. Yeah. Yeah, that can't be it. Yeah. That just can't be it. So you got to be real and be like, yeah, I got some stuff I got to work on. Yeah. I keep doing this. And I, I got to work on that. Yeah, right. You know, I, that's what you have to do. It's self, like Deidre said, you have to look at self. Self-reflection. And be honest. Be honest, man. It and just is times, what it is. Those times when you, you're you mad and you're angry at your mate and you don't want to pray, um, ask God to help you. Ask God to help you. Minimize, decrease that flesh and give you this, this the desire, excuse me, to to pray for your spouse. Now, the next one say. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Hmm. I done been there plenty of times. Yeah. I pray. I, I know how to pray now. Um, but even now, sometimes I don't know what to say. Um I know there's some things that I have a gift with when it comes to talking, um, encouraging, helping, hmm. empowering, pouring in, and then there's some things I don't need to front like I know because I don't. A lot of times I got a, a my best one of my best friends, I ain't got nothing but like two or three of them, but one of my best friends, he has a gift for consoling people who lose loved ones. I I mean, you can lose your wife, your husband. He has a gift to do that. Your boy, I ain't got no gift. I don't even know what to pray. The first thing I want to do is say, are you all right? Well, of course they're not all right. They're feeling some kind of way because they lost somebody. So I don't ask nothing. Sometimes I just hug. It can be an awkward moment for yeah, anybody. I, I just don't. I, that's not my gift. I don't know how to console someone in that 
besides giving them a hug. Um, and I have I've learned how to do that. I can hug somebody and then they'll break down and cry because they feel like I'm a safe place. You know, so it, it, it is what it is. But I ain't got to do everything through saying nothing. I'm clear. I know a lot of stuff, but I'm clear. There's a whole lot of stuff I don't know. And, and I ain't I, trying I to mess up. I, I wouldn't say that you don't know. I, I would say that you don't feel comfortable in that in that lane. Or, you know, well, or because you could know. I just, baby, I, but I you know honestly, what I do? I used to feel awkward in that situation. But now, if especially the calls that I take with, you know, people and it could be um an accident where they've had a family member pass away. Yeah. Or just what a what you know, or or whatever the situation is, or somebody that, you know, um that may work with me or just somebody in general, you know, and I've learned because that used to be an awkward space for me as well. Because yeah. it's like, oh my God, what do you say? You don't ask them how they're doing because you kind of know what kind yeah. of headspace they're in or heart space they're in. And so now I just, you know, I just say um, I'm so sorry, you know, for your, for your, for your loss. And I just pray, you know, God's peace and his blessing over you yeah. and comfort over you, um, that he will comfort you, you know, during this time and the days ahead. Um, and just know that God is with you, Yeah, you know, and he'll be with you through whatever it is that you'll face. But even with that, sometimes yeah. when you tell people God is, you know, God yeah. is with you, you know, um, your your the person is in a better place, whatever it may be. Well, I'm, I'm always that. I'm, I'm always thinking is this. You. This is what I'm always thinking. Okay, so I don't. But I say this is what I'm thinking. Of what's going to be said back to me? Okay. Um. So if God is all this, why did He take such and such from me? See, now you all in your head. You all in your head. Cause... Well, let's go into the next the next okay. point. So. But let's say, say this before we move to the to the next one. It says, um, "Don't don't be afraid to to just talk to God." I think that's what we were saying earlier. Yeah. Because it says nothing can catch God off guard. You know, he he's heard it all. He knows it all. Yeah. He sees it all. Just give him your heart and just talk from your heart. A lot of people don't believe that though. Yeah, but it, it is it it is just that simple. Now the Go next ahead. one. Is I'm not godly enough. Oh and this wow! Is, this is something that's in your head. I'm not worthy enough, probably. Yeah, too. I'm not worth worthy yeah. enough. Um, God know what I was just thinking just now. So why would He choose me? Hmm. Um, God know what type of person I am. God know what I got planned that I'm gonna do three days from now. You know, ain't got nothing to do with my family. Whatever the case is, mm-hmm. yeah, He know all that. But y'all got to remember, God can use anybody at any time. Anything, anyone, any animal at any time to do exactly what he mm. needs to do mm-hmm. to get. The Bible is full of examples of that. So, yeah. but because he wants you to want him. Let me tell you something. And I don't said this before. The, the, the blueprint for your marriage is the relationship with God. Yeah. Your relationship with God. He is a God that can make you do anything, but he doesn't. He wants you to have a Free genuine relationship yep. with him. He wants you to want him like he wants you. Your yep. spouse wants you to want her, want him like they want you. Yeah. It's it's the it's it's the blueprint for it. Yeah. But it, the only way that's going to happen is to develop a relationship with God, develop a relationship with your spouse. You have to spend the time with him. 
even when you don't want to be with her. Me yeah. and Deidre, me and Deidre are around each other all the time. And it's intentional. We very seldom are not around each other. Even when we're not talking, we're around each other. Even when we in the same room, I'm watching TV, she on her phone, or vice versa. Whatever it is, when I want something, I say, babe, put the phone down. Look at this. Don't ask me what's going on now when something exciting happens. Say, oh, what happened? I'm not telling you. And then I wind up telling her anyway, but because I'd be excited, but and then vice versa. But we always around each other. Oh, babe, put I, the phone down and focus because we need to talk about this right now. Go ahead. But not oh, when you're person. in the bed trying to sleep. That wasn't then. That was the other day when I was trying to do something. I don't remember that. Selective. This is so. This was selective. This is, memory this is what. Loss. But this Go is ahead. what I was trying to say. Go ahead, sir. You have to spend time with the person. Yeah. You have to get to know them. You have to connect with them, especially your spouse. You have to be woven together, like connected. So you can't tell me something that my wife is going to do or that she did or you saw her did because I know her. I'm around her. I can relate to who she is and vice versa. So that's stuff that 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 only can be developed if you spend time with them. You can't tell me what you hear people. You can't tell me what my God go do because my God has taken me through a lot of stuff. I've always said is if you look through your life, you can see where God's hand was present. You can see his fingerprint in your life in something. Some of this thing you you said you was lucky. Uh, probably not. You probably wasn't lucky. I'm not lucky. I'm lucky. But the 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 what I was trying to really enforce here is the relationship part. Yeah. Spending time. You have to do it. You're not used to it. That ain't what you do. Well, learn how to do it because it's some stuff you didn't do before, but you done learn how to do it because you wanted to do it. Well, if you got married, you want your marriage, you got kids, want to do that. Want to do it. It's no way. I've always said is if you if you got a Mercedes Benz or if you got a Bugatti, if you got whatever kind of vehicle you got, you're not going to take your Mercedes to the Toyota shop to get it fixed. You take it back to the manufacturer, the person who created it. That's what you got to do here. You got to take your stuff back to God. Yeah. The person who created it and find out. Ask questions. He'll talk to you. He'll give you signs. Yeah. I promise you he will. So never think that you're not good enough or godly enough because at the end of the day, you know, God knows. And and if you've done wrong and if you've messed up, confess it and forgive it. And he is faithful. (laughs) He is faithful. He'll forgive you and it won't be. You know, and and because once you ask him for forgiveness and once you have um, confessed your sins and ask him for forgiveness, he, you know, your slate is wiped clean. You ain't even you ain't that you ain't that person no more. You ain't you know, what I'm saying because people like to judge you on your past and stuff. I'm, I'm not that person no more. I'm sorry. And know that you are that he'll forgive you. And that reestablishes your communion with God. Yeah. You know, and so. You make sure, like you said, that that you are are right with God first so you can. So those prayers that you're going to pray for your husband, you know, or the vice versa can be effective. Yeah, so they can be effective. Um, So it's 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 kind of hard to it says without confession and forgiveness, it's difficult to pray about something 
um, anything or anyone. Cause, cause, and because in essence, you're so balled up in confusion and 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 the 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 thing that has you bound that you can't even pray for the other person. Yeah. But you you make sure that you t- take care of you and and start with you. What that book told me to do: start with you and be free from the things that hold you, you know, hold you down or hold you hostage, or those things that you may be dealing with, whether whatever it is, fornication, lust, you know, envy, uh, what what is it, pride, and all those things. And ask God to confess it and ask Him for, to forgive you. Mm. And then you can be free from it. And then you can be effectively praying for your spouse and those things that may have him or her bound and, you know, just as and vice versa, as we always say. Yeah. Okay. So know that there is nothing that you have ever done that God will not extend grace and forgive. But don't play games. Right. Yeah. Don't do yeah. the same thing every Tuesday. And then just ask God for forgiveness every Sunday. Don't do that. Just, you know, come to him with, you know, an humble heart and, and confess your sins. And, he, you know, he's, 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 he's faithful to forgive. Yeah. Yeah. Be real with it. And so the next thing goes on to say when prayer turns poisonous, because some, it says prayer can also be used as a whip that can be, and it can be so subtle and very dangerous. So it's Words before, got power. Right. Before praying that your spouse... Be less lazy so they would fix the squeaky door or fix the scrumptious dinner. Reflect on these questions. What are your motives when you pray? Am I trying to manipulate? Think about it. Think about it. You can have, and I've seen this. I think we've seen this, Johnny. Um, two prayer pa- two prayer paths that can be dangerous to your marriage. A holier than thou attitude, thinking you got it all together. Mm. You know, you holier than thou. I don't do no wrong. I don't never do no wrong. I ain't never done no wrong. And he need to get his life together. He need to do this. He need to go to church. He need to read his Bible. He need to stop drinking. And exactly how was that going to lead your spouse to Christ? Exactly how and it then says you we can become all that to him, right? To in him, his face, to right other here. people around him. You going to hell? Yeah. You doing all that drinking? We over here praying for you because you just don't care nothing about yourself and nobody else, and you ain't nothing. And you, let me stop. Yeah, but it says with a hard heart and the wrong motivations, prayer can descend into a demoralizing rant. You just simply venting to God about your spouse's just like I was shortcomings. Just right exactly. Here. God already knows that, that, you know, Johnny smokes or Johnny drinks or Johnny, you know, lusts or Johnny has pride or, and won't let it go. He already knows about that. Can God handle all that that you're spewing, spewing out? Yeah. But can your spouse handle it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can your spouse handle all that that you're spewing towards him because you think that you're now holier than thou and God has forgiven you but won't forgive him or has graced you but won't grace him? So as a result, bitterness rather than blessings overtake you in your marriage and now y'all fighting and y'all ain't fighting together. Y'all fighting one another. Yep. Yeah, because now the defenses go up. Or a greedier than thou motive. Says you need a heart check if you've entered marriage thinking you can and will change your spouse to serve your purposes. Boo, it ain't going to happen. And if you think it's going to happen or if your spouse acts like it's happened, it won't last for long. Mm. 
It says, especially if you think the secret spiritual weapon of prayer is there to further your personal agenda. It ain't about you, boo. It ain't about me. It ain't about us. It's about God. And his agenda is the one that's going to go forth in the end, in the beginning, in the middle, and the end. Yeah. Yeah. So you, it says you could ask God to give your spouse a higher paying job so you can have more expensive jeans. And you ain't got to work. Right. Or you could want, or or your wants could be slightly more spiritual with all the same selfishness. So it's it's just simply saying with a with a self righteous or a self serving heart, this is a gross mutation of the intimate intent in prayer. You're trying to manipulate God. It's it ain't never happened. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. It ain't happening now. It's you use it as a way to commune with God, and it's sacred, and that's it's that space that. You just, you know, can like, just like give him everything, everything that's right, everything that's wrong. There's no condemnation. There's no judgment. There's no, you don't have it right, daughter. So come back when you have it right. It's like, God, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, here I am. And I think once that I read, once that I read, once I read that book and that opened my eyes that I need to concentrate on God doing a new work in me. And and work on my relationship with him and my walk with him. And that would become so contagious that you would see it and it would draw you. Yeah. That's how y'all draw people. And not, and not just in a marriage, not just your spouse, but just in general. It's yeah. how you draw people. And By you being that light. And the manipulation. Yeah. Do not, yeah, the greedy in the now. Don't be the, the holy in the now man who want to pray for every woman. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray for you, sister. Mm-mm. She don't need a man like Mm-mm. that in your life. Mm-mm. You don't. Mm-mm. Let me pray for Get you. Get your hand off me, sir. Because you ain't of the God. Oh, the spirit done got in you too? Yeah, that you nasty. So you was a de- nasty man. So the demon, I'm going to pray for you from a Yeah, father. no, I don't want it. Because you, you can't I, let everybody pray over I'm you. I'm going to bring the demon Go out home of her, to your wife. That the demon and get all out of these out women's of. faces. I got to go. It says, listen, I'm going to use this last example before we before we wrap it up. We'd all like to have a Christ-like spouse. But when we pray to that end so our spouse can please us more rather than serve him, mm. that's manipulative. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. And when you men, when you nasty and you a dictator... But you're doing it all under the blood of the lamb. Yeah. She ain't supposed to be your servant. She's supposed to be your helpmate. And that can go the other way around, too. Yeah. 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 We just, yeah, we just, we just wanted to share. We just, you can be, you can be that, that prayer warrior because that, you know, at one point, um, I know, and I want to share this with you, um, what this is saying is today is the day to forgive, be forgiven, and be free to pray powerfully for your spouse. But let me just share an example with you of a of, of prayer that I specifically remember. And it was last year around this time when um, uh, we first, you know, Corona first surfaced and stuff like that. And um, my friend had gotten sick and just was going through a lot, was in the hospital. It was just a lot going on. And so... For me, um, you know, I, I increased praying and stuff like that or whatever. But, you know, I know it was an attack of the enemy, you know, trying to um, trying to take my mind, trying to 
um, just trying to really, it was a form of spiritual warfare. I really do believe. And I know, um, cause you couldn't tell me I, I didn't have COVID. You couldn't tell me all these things that were going on, you know, with me or whatever. And I, so I went through a period to where I was really, really struggling. And, um, I remember, um, Johnny ended up like taking off from work that day. Cause I had been to the ER the night before, um, my pressure was up. It was just a lot going on guys. And so I remember I was just trying to get myself together and he was saying, baby, you know, you're fine. And, and, and God's got you and, you know, and stuff like that. And I knew he was praying for me, but he came in the kitchen and um, at this point, um, th- our daughter, that the last daughter that lived with us, she was w- still with us. And, um, you know, you you basically, like, told me, like, the word of the Lord that this is spiritual warfare, but you are okay because God is, you know, God fights for you. And, you know, you, you, know, you have, your mind is of him. Yeah. And you're okay. And he, you know, just went into this prayer. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. I mean, I had seen you pray before, you know, yeah. and you prayed for us before and prayed for our family before and stuff like that. But it was like he just went into this place and, um, you know, and was crying some and just stuff like that or whatever. But at that moment, that's what I needed to jolt me back into you're okay and God's got yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? And things are not what they seem. Um, and the enemy is really trying to come against your mind and, and your body and everything like that or whatever. So that's why we say it's so important, especially in marriages, yeah. to pray for your spouse and cover your spouse and, you know, just pray for things that m- may come, that you may see, pray around the curve and just pray and ask God to cover them and keep them and you know, of course, I say all those things and we pray over each other, you know, that the favor of God rests upon us and all these things, but but great health and great wealth and and just all these things, you know, because I want nothing but the best for you. And I know you want nothing from the best from me. Right. Um, but it's it's just important, y'all. And we just wanted to come and just share that with you all tonight. Um but don't, you know, don't think you can pray some secret prayer and it's just going to change your spouse into who you want him to be. Because God has a plan and an agenda for all of our lives. <laughs> yeah. And ultimately, he's going to get the glory out of all of it. So, And the prayer the prayer for the change Amen. need to be for, for yourself. Yeah. Um, and like Dita said, we wanted to come and prayer was the subject tonight because, of course, we got a lot of crazy stuff happening. Yeah. Um, you know, with with the Asians being targeted, um, and then just this morning somebody shooting up a grocery store. <clears throat> just like I told Deidre at one point in time, you have a weapon. This is not physical. This is spiritual warfare, and I don't feel like sometimes I don't feel like enough of Christian soldiers are stepping up. We're not stepping up. We're not praying for certain things. We're not praying aggressively. Um, we're not banding together because we all trying to just take care of our immediate. So it, it, we need each other to make this thing work corporately. We have to pray. We have to do this stuff corporately. Um, so yeah, although people say we don't need each other, I, I beg to differ. We, we do. I need somebody praying for me. I need, you know, my partners praying for me. I need their wives praying for my wives and vice versa. We need that stuff because who would have thought, I mean, it, it wasn't that long ago we was having conversations about 
people going to schools and shooting schools up. So our kids wasn't safe. Then it was, you can't be a certain color. So now, you know, you're a black man. You got to be looking angry. You got to do all this stuff because we just not safe just because of the color of our skin. You know, now, you know, it's just so many things going on. Now it doesn't even matter. Like what color you going to the grocery store trying to pick up ice cream so you can have date night with your wife. And now you got, you know, it's just so much stuff, but you don't need to be fearful. You need to pray. You don't need to not go nowhere. You need to pray. Follow the rules, follow the regulations that the government put in place, your local government, your local. But you have to pray. Prayer is needed. And everything stems, everything stems off of me and this woman right here as far as our perception of how things go. If we beefing in here all the time, then we going to be on beef mode all the time outside. You will get angry. You will get pushed over the ledge. So, I mean, it's it's important, y'all. Prayer is important. Prayer is not. I always say prayer is not specifically for you. It's for you to pray for other things in the world that you see that needs to be changed, that needs to be healed. And then while you're doing that, God comes behind and he takes care of you because he knows what you want. And most of the time, if you're praying for somebody to be healed, you got something in your life you need to be healed from. So while you praying for others, God is taking care of you. He's giving you the grace. So, yeah, don't think prayer is a non-negotiable because it's not. Don't think all you got to do is pray. We need to do more than pray. Yeah, some things we need to do that partner up with praying, but the praying is the most specific. Who who else do we need to fight some of this stuff than God? Who else do we need to make the change but God? So, I mean, that's our two cents on the entire thing. You know, it's more than two cents tonight, y'all. Yeah, that's our, that's our, but, that's what was on our heart. So, the prayer thing has to happen. And because we, we, we marriage driven, um, we family driven. And we think if you know how to, if you know how to lead and pray and focus on the family and, and, that's where it starts at. Yeah. If you can't do that with the people that know you, then how you going to handle stuff outside in the house? I want to give y'all this real quick because I just found it. Um, this is something that we also give, and I need to send it um, to that couple. But it's called uh, Praying for Your Husband from Head to Toe. And then the wife um, should be on that same website. It's called Loving life at home and it's a prayer for your it says praying for your husband from head to toe um and i believe the 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 wife one is on there as well but it gives you like a list of things to pray for um his brain his eyes his ears his mouth his heart his arms his legs and his feet and it's all on there like i said it's on lovinglifeathome.com um, and it'll have that one on there. And like I said, um, I believe it has the, the, the wife one on there as well. Yeah. Um, tell them about and make sure that they've gone to YouTube and um, like our YouTube page. What she said? Go to YouTube for us, guys. <laughs> Do us that favor. Uh, YouTube uh, and put in Moments with the Mobleys <sighs> and click subscribe for us. We're trying to grow our followers on there. Um, it'll also notify you when we put out a new um 
podcast um and as well as go on over to patreon 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 we got some people over there already and we're trying to grow that as well so go to patreon.com slash moments with the mobiles and subscribe because we have two um tiers um just a small amount every month and um you can get all this good footage and extras that we're given and all that good stuff. Behind the um, scenes stuff. Right. And so always, or you can always find all things Moments with the Mobleys at momentswiththemobleys.com. And so we just want to thank y'all thank for y'all. sharing this time it. with us tonight. We know this probably is a little longer, but um, it's so necessary. Make sure y'all go and check that prayer out. Um, they also have other books and stuff um, for prayers for couples and stuff like that or whatever. Yeah. But um yeah, so we appreciate y'all, and we about to get out of here. Um, who are we? What is this? What, what? Pillow talk? You you got amnesia oh, tonight? Baby? I thought you was asking me something different, no. Joker. You no, you over here like a radio host or something? I'm your radio host. This has been. Don't you start nothing. You can't finish. I can't finish it. Go ahead. Don't you start it. I can't finish. You said you can. I can't. Oh, well, stop it. All right, go ahead. Stop looking Tell at me like who that. We are. I'm, okay, I'm looking at the camera now. Who who are we? Could you end the podcast, sir? Who <laughs> <laughs> This has been moments with the Mobley Pillow Talk. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Thank y'all for watching. This has been Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I'm going to turn it around and say it the right way. This is my man, Johnny, and I'm well, his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. Well, what's happening is because we got different tiers going on. I'm trying to switch it and put moments with the Mobleys pillow talk. At some point in time, because of the things that we teach, we gonna be having a good moment with the mo. Everything can't be pillow talk. But I done told her this. We're an ordinary couple with extraordinary purpose. You all have an amazing. Just follow me as I lead. That's all I'm asking. Y'all go and pray with your man tonight. Go and pray with your wife tonight before you go to bed tonight. We love y'all. We got to go because he got to go feed me. Say night night.